Welcome back to another special series with Summit Point, another of our special episodes, I should say, on The Richard Pyatt Show. Glad you're along with us today. And uh, happy to welcome to this episode Dr. James Gandy, psychiatrist and medical director at Summit Point. Dr. Gandy, thanks for this time. Thanks for the opportunity. Talk for a moment, if you would, about your overall role at Summit Point. Well, you uh, mentioned uh, two of them in uh, the introduction. Yes, I'm a practicing psychiatrist. I have been with Summit Point since 1994. I actually came to Battle Creek in 1993, uh, recruited by one of the hospital systems, and uh, didn't take long to develop a relationship with Summit Point as a psychiatrist. Uh, At that point, uh, I uh, entered in even to the administrative level and um, have been with Summit Point ever since. And you've witnessed quite an evolution in terms of uh, the growth of the organization, the services provided, and I suppose by the same token, the changes in which we view the approach to wellness in this sense. Absolutely. When I first came, we had uh, a system in which a number of psychiatrists, mental health providers were independent, uh, practicing both in the hospital as well as in the clinics, uh, either their own or uh, an associated clinic. Those days have changed. For 20 years, uh, I was embedded in the hospital system at multiple levels while doing outpatient services. About 10 years ago, I stepped away from those inpatient responsibilities, understanding that there was no way uh, that I would keep up uh, with uh, responsibilities in in all venues. That makes a lot of sense. In other words, uh, the demands for this kind of help, this kind of uh, treatment were increasing. Is that fair to say? Yes, I think that and that speaks to the openness of the discussion of, uh, of mental health services. And uh, as I had shared uh, and share frequently with our administrative responsibilities, we began a journey with uh, our CEO discussing a stigma that still exists with regard to mental health. And I'll go as far as to say that that stigma is reinforced by the fact that we have developed systems that are separate. We call it mental health instead of brain health. Mm. And that wellness is dependent upon brain health as it is with cardiac wellness or pulmonary or or whatever system that we speak of. And so what I really represent is a medical staff that specializes in brain function and hopefully the journey of uh, brain wellness. And uh, that is contrary to a disease model that we learn in the medical field, which is to reverse disease uh, and medications being our main instrument and not to discount those, but they're only part of the story. How would you frame that part of the story? Well, I'll call upon neuroscientists that, uh, you know, I'm a student of, right? Uh, As we all are. Mm -hmm. Um, If we think of the the way that uh, the brain actually functions, when we're trying to help people that are in dysregulated states, regardless of what language we use, anxiety, depression, anger, cognitive difficulties, thinking problems, we must first try to help people get to a stable enough or regulated enough state so that they can then begin, if you will, to use other areas of their brain to gain that wellness. What I mean by that is that if we think of 
the fight or flight systems down low in our brain, where our senses, five senses register, where our brain uh, processes everything that's going on internally in our body. If we don't find some regulation there, we can't go up to that top level of cortex where we think, where we plan, where we can talk back to middle portions of our brain that are often where emotional dysregulation is occurring. So it's really thinking of things in this top to bottom and bottom to top paradigm. And uh, I must give credit to a wonderful psychiatrist by the name of Bruce Perry, who has taught us more about trauma in children and young adults and even as adults uh, than anyone. Hmm. When you look back on the evolution of Summit Point and the services that, that are being provided, and, and perhaps with the opening of First Step and, and that sort of thing, the way in which you arrive at the ability to help someone, there has been a significant change, and I think for the better, right? I mean, the approach to receiving someone, assessing them, and then directing them to uh, some of the uh, situations that you describe have improved, right? I mean, we're, we're doing better than we used to. Is that fair? Well, I think that it's very fair. And again, the discussion is so much more open now. So I just mentioned Bruce Perry. You know, I have the privilege of people bringing materials and asking about things on a daily basis that they've read, internet-wise, podcast-wise. What a wonderful opportunity this morning um, to reach people that we couldn't before. But one uh, uh, book recently released within the last year, two authors. Think of this, Oprah Winfrey and Bruce Perry have been working together for a decade on the discussion of trauma and how it affects people emotionally. Hmm. And we, as Summit Point, are a trauma center. We're not thought of as that, and that's sort of a buzzword in the mental health uh, field. Right. Uh, but, but this is trauma that occurs from the inside out as opposed to the outside in. And my background has actually been in, in sort of both areas as a consultant for traumatic brain injury work. But my goodness, uh, these are the things that we can't see, often described in the world of the veterans as the unseen scars of post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. Yeah. We've become more open, I think, uh, is what you're saying, to the notion of trauma from the inside out. It appeared that in the past, if we couldn't see it, we didn't believe it, right? I mean, it, uh, if you saw trauma externally, then it was easy to understand there was trauma. But when it's the other way, it's more difficult, isn't it? Yes. And, you know, the tragedy that we've been through with the epidemic and COVID-19. But isn't it interesting that uh, it's opened a whole kind of discussion of the consequences of social isolation, of uh, uh, the need uh, to address how we interact, how people live with fear of not knowing. And those unknowns have always been there, but uh, epidemics uh, bring that to light in a whole different manner to a broad, a worldwide audience. Mm -hmm. So now with this openness uh, in uh, what, what you call brain health, I presume that has been succeeded by treatment that is more successful, is it fair to say, and then more successful outcomes because we're able to acknowledge it more readily? Yes, I think that there are areas where that is true. I think that we're very humbled still in the 
uh, medication intervention uh, of helping in regulation. I, I don't think that there's anybody that disputes that uh, we need better tools. Uh, we need to understand brain function. But is it any wonder that if the complexity of the brain system, which is unmatched by any other organ system, I might add, uh, that uh, we have so much work uh, to do? And uh, there is the challenge to, to never be satisfied, uh, but uh, to be constantly learning and challenging what we think we know. So as you look to the future at Summit Point, uh, where do you think this is going? Will we continue to see better vehicles for the treatment of uh, brain health? And uh, I, I presume this is requires a an observational view beyond Summit Point, certainly, but as it affects Summit Point, in your view, going forward, uh, we're making progress and we'll continue to do that? Yes. I want to be a little careful about being self-promoting, but uh, I'm here for a reason. I feel very blessed to work with such a broad range of uh, opinions, trainings, uh, perspectives, uh, because that's how you really arrive at it. Let's go back to that wellness concept for a minute. In another wonderful discussion in a book called Struggle Well, we talk about a wellness triangle. And in the, in the corners of that triangle is that if you don't have food, if you don't have a safe place to live, how can you possibly address some of the regulatory issues of mental health or brain health? Mm -hmm. If you don't have physical wellness at the other corner, so I've mentioned the physical needs uh, of of uh, food and, and, and monetary uh, issues, uh, the corner, other corner being mental health, the physical health at the top. And in the middle of that triangle is something called spiritual, not necessarily religious, but meaning, purpose, whatever that role may be, grandmother, a mother, a brother, sister, uh, a community leader, uh, that that's when people we know are actually gain wellness when they have purpose. That's how we arrive at happiness and elusive uh, discussion. Hmm. And so as we, as you at Summit Point begin to work with people, you've noticed, I presume then that the issue of purpose has a lot to do with uh, brain health and then perhaps the outcome of whatever treatment they might be receiving. Absolutely. Again, my bias, I'm a geriatric psychiatrist by subspecialty. How cool is that to be able to listen to so many life stories and learn from that, hopefully. Um, and we've really re-examined a whole bunch of people retired during COVID-19, and now a whole bunch of people are coming back saying, mm, maybe I'm not quite ready to do that. Mm. And I don't know that we're knowing how that purpose is unfolding now that we live longer and what our, our transition of roles may be. It's very clear that health, uh, wellness, successful aging, uh, another wonderful book that talks about the idea uh, that you have to have ongoing learning and purpose and social connection to stay well uh, in, uh, as we get older. I should mention that uh, the, uh, Books to which Dr. Gandhi refers will be linked in the show notes so you can find them easily if you have an interest in pursuing that. I try to uh, end on an uplifting note, 
And in that regard, Dr. Gandhi, in your years at Summit Point, can you call to mind a particular success story that you're proud of? Well, I'll start by saying I'll try not to be proud. I'd love the person who accomplished it to be proud. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have the privilege of the journey, right, accompanying people. That's pretty corny and old-fashioned, but it's truly how how, uh, I've been taught to think about my role as a consultant with people. I'll call him Mr. J. Um, He's someone that I met, uh, and and as you know, we uh, now have knocked down a barrier regarding uh, substance abuse uh, treatment, which used to be segregated. That's another thing that's changed in my 30 years into, you know, different providers. Now it's under the umbrella and a natural umbrella. Well, Mr. J had been incarcerated for an extended period of time, and he had struggled coming out of that environment. And he had been, uh, the journey that led him there uh, was uh, some uh, very significant substance abuse issues. Hmm. He came out, he was still struggling. Uh, We were able to help him with what we call medicine-assisted treatment. That is really a medication that helps knock down the craving. And um, the journey has led him to be transitioned off of that medication. And this was a multiple-year process. He is now married. He's a team leader in a local manufacturing industry. They couldn't run the place without this guy. He has a child. Uh, He's uh, as faith-based and... uh, a beautiful person that you would ever want to talk with. Uh, in uh, and, and how inspiring is that, right? So I, I can't use the word pride. I can use the word inspired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are those stories. Uh, they're incredible. Um, and again, our privilege, uh, hopefully, that we uh, continue to have the opportunity to help people like that. Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, if you folks listening go back, and listen to a number of these episodes here in the Summit Point series, and I encourage you to do that anyway. But if you if you do, you'll start to string together some similar stories like you just told, Dr. Gandhi, which uh, were actually told in some of these episodes by the folks themselves who have emerged from addiction of some kind or some other uh, ailment with the help of Summit Point and have turned around to become the contributing members and inspiring members of society that were in there all the time, just obstructed by this uh, by this challenge that then they've received uh, help with through Summit Point. So you're right. That's an inspiring story. However, I'm beginning to see a pattern. <laughs> And so that speaks to the success of the work that you and, and your colleagues are doing. And the key word there is colleagues. Uh, it's never really about any one person. Uh, we have, uh, you know, you've invited us as spokespeople. We represent, I represent medical service, multiple psychiatrists, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, nursing staff that do the hard work day in and day out, nurse care coordinators, support staff. You know, it just doesn't happen. Um, unless everybody buys into uh, a mission, um, and, and, and then you really have to make it live every day. And folks who do buy into that mission really do, don't they? My experience is that that folks uh, serving people with this kind of mission in mind are very dedicated. Well, we hope to infect everybody who comes to work here. Uh, you know, and again, a silly analogy, but 
it is, uh, you know, infectious. And when, when you're having a day uh, where you need a little propped up, that's where you get the pep talk and like, come on, let's go. You know, this is about professionalism. This is about making sure that people who come through the door are welcomed, that are treated with dignity. And, you know, we, we, we deal with so many folks uh, that have not experienced that and to earn trust uh, there, there's no phony, fast way to do that. Dr. James Gandy is the medical director at Summit Point. Thank you again, sir, for this. It's been my honor. Thanks so much. And once again, to learn more about Summit Point, just check the show notes. There's uh, links to the Summit Point website and the uh, ongoing array of services and focuses that they have at Summit Point. And again, there are some other episode resources that that link you to some of the references that Dr. Gandhi made in our discussion. Thanks for joining us on this special series of the Richard Pyatt Show with Summit Point. Mm-hmm.